Welcome to the MindSuite Podcast presented by The Rambler Project. This is Mental Health Conversation Uncensored. Be sure to subscribe for weekly podcasts and check us out on all social media platforms at The Rambler Project. Now let's get to this interview. Enjoy. All right. Hello, everyone. Uh, welcome to another episode of MindSuite brought to you by The Rambler Project. You got Matt here, you got Dan, our two co-hosts for the show, and we got a few special guests today. It'll be our first time doing, I think, a five-way Zoom, eh, Dan? Our first time doing that. So uh, we have Julio, Nate, and Mark, and they actually have a great initiative going on right now called Giving Care Deserves Care. They have a big week coming up where they're going to need some of our support to get there called the week of thanks and again thank you guys for taking the time to be on here it's glad to have you guys and i'd love for you guys just to start off and let us know what exactly it is this initiative yeah for sure thanks matt and uh thanks dan for having us all on um speaking a little bit to our initiative i mean this really all came together back in february through our founder nate who's on the call with us here as well and um we really felt like a, just a responsibility and a need from us as a community to show appreciation for the individuals who are behind the scenes a lot of the time. And, you know, they really play an instrumental role in our societies in providing a source of relief when it comes to maintenance, um, grocery stores, long-term care homes. Um, they, they're, they're very instrumental in our society. So just taking the week to show appreciation in the form of e-cards from our community itself is is really what this is all about yeah and um i remember uh when i when you guys first brought this to my attention like i was like really behind this because you know my girlfriend sarah is a nurse one of my best friends a nurse and a lot of people in our community dan and myself you know like our nurses are in the front lines and going through this and you know i personally have the luxury of working from home and i'm seeing the stresses of individuals that have to still go into work every day and you know, not sure of communities and cities following protocols and people taking it serious or not. And when you guys said the idea of giving cards, I thought it was like the craziest idea that there's no way people are going to do it. And you have this huge goal of 50,000 cards. And then here we are like 10,000. You guys really just kickstarted this like a month ago mm-hmm. in the initiative and people are behind it. And it's just great because, you know, physical cards obviously would be awesome. So we sometimes see those foundations, you know, when you go shoppers and stuff like that. But now with COVID, it's like we can have this where people can sign online cards and and show appreciation to frontline workers and people who are still out there. So it's something that, you know, it's good for us uh, to get behind and, you know, there's struggles with those individuals that have to work. So it's a really cool initiative. And uh, I'm just, you know, where did the whole card idea come from? Like, why was it, you know, these cards and where did that all come from? I think we'll let Mark answer that uh, aspect there. He has a good explanation of it. Yeah, go ahead, Mark. Yeah, Um, yeah, awesome. Matt and Dan, thanks a lot for having us on. A real pleasure. Um, I think for us, like the card aspect, first of all, I know that it's when it comes to, you know, charitable organizations and things like that, um, it was a relatively easy concept. Now, granted, COVID has made that a bit more challenging. Um, but we've, we've come up with different strategies, you know, having online e-cards. Um, but it's just a really simple way to show appreciation, but we want to do it in a, in a major way. So writing an e-card, you know, takes five minutes. Um, but what kind of impact is that going to have 
um, on someone's day, you know, on someone's mental health, someone who who's driving a truck as a frontline worker, or maybe someone who's working at a grocery store who is just having a tough day, just having one of those days and, and to receive a thank you card or an e-card that's been printed out, you know, who knows what kind of impact that could really make. And that, that's the kind of thing that we're all about when, when it comes to sort of the uncertainties of, of what's going on right now, it's just a little impact or at least a small gesture that can make a large impact. Yeah, that's the, uh, sorry yeah. there, like I just quickly, the, the word uncertainty is huge. Like it really sticks out. And I've know, you know, off air and past few weeks talking to Nate, like that word is something that really clicks with resonates with both of us is because it is that uncertainty, right? Like I'm able to get up every day and jump out of my bed at 7.30 and be ready in five seconds to start work at eight put on a pot of coffee and i'm good to go mm-hmm. or my girlfriend is getting up and you know stressed of what what she's about to walk into she doesn't know what kind of patients are coming and other nurses and doctors and things like that or people like we are talking about even like waste management right like picking up our garbage like we don't know what people are throwing out we don't know where they have been or things like that that's going on so that uncertainty is like such a such a term that like we just overlook and like the mental health like you said mark is imagine having to live this every single day right like we're all going through different mental health battles right now and we all have this unique situation where like covid's kind of they've been similar for all of us but it's still unique in its own way like frontline workers you know i couldn't even imagine the only way i can try and show empathy and sympathy is through my girlfriend right and you know how many people have that and we see like you know like imagine being a nurse trying to protect all five of us and you're going online and people saying oh COVID's fake and, you know, these numbers aren't real and I want to go into a hospital and see what these numbers actually are. Like, you know, I'm here to, like, I'm, as if I was a nurse, I'm here to help you. I'm tired after these 12 hour shifts and this is how you're going to feel like, and you want me to get up every day and try and come take care of you guys and protect your family. Like, what do you want me to feel? So I feel like this like idea of the cards is huge. Like you said, Mark, like, a simple smile, a simple appreciation can really just change someone's mood. And it's something like, like just so simple. Like you said, it's a simple idea, but it just, goes a long way no yeah for sure matt and even just to add on to what you're saying um you know through you know through uh through sharing your story right constantly with the different battles that you've been through like a lot of people have things that they're going through and um they're really battling like day in day out so one thing that we always talk about you know here at giving care deserves care is just being kind because we don't know what people are going through at any given time. Um, so that was a big um, motivator and initiative behind the cards was to brighten up someone's day with something that's really simple and uh, relatively easy to do. Now, was this something you guys had background doing? Like, obviously, you talked about like truckers or restaurant workers or mm-hmm. grocery store workers and medical staff. Like, did you guys have like, logistics and how this is going to work all planned out? Or is this something that just kind of fell into place? Like start with an idea and you guys just figured it out. Yeah. So I think I can, uh, again, Dan, Matt, thanks again for having us on this. And uh, I can kind of speak to that. So I think the best way to describe it is I'm very much a visionary. So in terms of how it's going to get done, it's not there yet. The idea is a great concept, but uh, the reality logistics, like you mentioned, how can you get everyone involved with such a big idea, such a broad concept and uh, really no action plan. I think the biggest thing that sticks to it is just really trying to like dive yourself, put yourself head first into things that you don't know anything about. And like Julio, Mark mentioned, Matt, you spoke on it again, the uncertainty of things that people don't know, it's really a connection to confidence. You know, 
you can only be so confident with certain experiences, certain things in your life that make Matt, for example, be able to go on, speak about his experiences. Well, damn, like Matt can talk about it all day long and I can listen and be like, oh, you know, it's a really tough story or it's so unfortunate. But Matt has an extreme amount of confidence in it because he's dealt with it. You know, he knows if I go here, A is going to happen. If I go there, B is going to happen, you know. Not everyone has that ability to. And I think when you do have the ability to really, it's kind of like a hidden blessing, you know. Um, and to speak about the logistics and making things happen, it's taking what you do in your real day life and applying it to something that has no monetary value. You think about things differently and it kind of stirs this passion that's inside of you that um, just working with Julio, Mark, day in and day out, as Matt mentioned, like less than a month. Did I ever think that I'd be four or five days away and it's kind of a possibility it's a reality don't want to say i didn't think it was possible but i did not think that we'd be sitting around here being like i can't wait to deliver twenty five thousand cards to people it's amazing it's, uh yeah it's pretty crazy yeah and it's exciting so a lot of people look at ways they can help and you guys mentioned it it's like this is just so simple it's like you don't have to get out of your house you know what i mean you don't have to donate a mm-hmm. substantial amount of money like the like, like saying thanks in this forum goes a long way. Sure, it's good to post something. Hey, thanks to all the frontline workers. But someone actually receives something like personalized or personalized or signed to whatever their business is or to them. Per- it, it changes, man. It's, it's very, very powerful. And like you guys said it best is it, it can impact somebody's day and it can change their mood. It can change potentially even their month. And, you know, I'm sure there'll be some like powerful exchanges in the sense of somehow people receive this because it's like there's a lot of people too that go on, I underappreciated, like we don't talk about it enough. Yeah, sure, we say as like general, yeah, thanks to everybody, but these people mm-hmm. still come home, they eat dinner, they have to worry about their kids. Oh, it's amazing. It is. And they go right back to work. There's no, right? There's no mm-hmm. other way to really thank them. So, yeah. And I can even just speak on that. Um, sorry to interrupt you, but oh, Matt oh. told me something. Uh, I think it was maybe less than a week ago, and I haven't, haven't left my mind. It's people on kids' telephone, those agents that are there 24 7, you know? Um, you and I, we can all talk about it and say, yeah, I know what kids' help on is. Um, I know that if you're kind of stressed out or whatever your situation may be and you're not comfortable, it's a resource, it's an outlet. But the reality of that outlet is, is kind of left in the dark. And I'll be one. I was like, wow, I completely missed them. Um, not that I missed them intentionally, but it was a lack of a word. There wasn't, I was uncertain about it. I was like, damn, I didn't even consider that. And it hit, hit home hard because I'm like, you know, it's it's sad to say that that's another step of reality that those people share very private and confidential stories and experiences with people that are going through a really tough time, but they have to harness that, you know, those people go home, they have to go to bed somehow where you and I, maybe we don't have to experience that listening to someone in a really difficult and stressed out situation. We can go home, you know, be like, Hey guys, let's, let's send a snapshot to each other. No, let's watch the game. I'm so upset because my first world reality problem hit me hard today didn't get my shoes I wanted, you know, they were sold out of my size. Terrible day. Yeah. You know, it's that kind of thing where it's like, can we show appreciation? We can also show acknowledgement. You know, the same underlying principle is acknowledgement to both sides of it. Mental health, it has to be proactive. It can't just be a verbal kind of renderation of, oh, okay, well, we'll talk about it. You know, the grocery store member there is working by themselves. They can't control the bubble they're in. They see people walk in, it's like, okay, well, is this lady, is this, is this gentleman following the protocols around what's going on here? Like, they're not wearing their mask. Like, people don't know people are thinking those things because maybe you don't want to ask. Maybe you don't want to dissect the process. And that's what the whole concept of how I'm trying to really demonstrate a proactive system is. 
you can change how the script is done for things, you know? And the only way we become certain is if we kind of dive head first in things that we have no idea about and just not be afraid to fail. For sure. And just, uh, again, piggybacking on that, these are things that we often, I feel, overlook, right, in our day-to-day -day activities. We have so many things on our mind. We're always preoccupied, rushing from one thing to the next with our jobs. So we don't even think twice when, like, I know myself, like, at a grocery store, right, like, I'm just trying to get whatever I need to buy to make dinner. And it's, it's like taking the time to just pause and say, thank you. That's really what it's about. And then with what you guys said about the uncertainty and, and all of the mental health aspects is, well, we're in a time when we're isolating, right? So who knows who's actually alone or what they're going through in that, in that sense as well. So that's really where we're trying to like, just, just bring some, some brightness into their day um, through some of our partnerships we've had and, and the whole initiative. Yeah. I actually, something, what you just said kind of triggered that I was uh, going to Valley Village today. Sometimes I like, you know, hitting the thrift shops, seeing if I find any, uh, finding <laughs> hidden gold in there. And uh, there was a lady at the front and she was asking everybody just a quick screening. So they, they do this at Walmart. I don't know if they do it in the communities you guys are in, but in Ancaster where I am, it's every store, um, LCBO, Walmart, the gym, um, Lowe's, uh, anyways, I was in Value Village and there's a lineup of people because they got to go through the screening process to get in the store. Have you been in contact with anybody, experienced any symptoms? Mm -hmm. And the person's realistically getting paid like what, $15, $16 an hour. And the amount of people that are rolling their eyes, they're tapping their feet, like really, do we have to do this? Like I just heard that person, I had to me go through the exact same thing. Like, can I just go in? Like I, I overheard this conversation. It's like that person's getting paid like not much money. And they have to put up with people. I'm sure they don't want to do it, but it's like, this is how it is right now. And no one's saying thank you. Not one person said thank you to that person. Thank you. You know, we were standing out in the cold and repeating the same phrase hundreds of times today. Instead, it was just like, oh, like as an inconvenience to these people's lives. Yeah. When and see if they can find a Chicago Bulls mug or something. I don't know. <laughs> but No, it's true, man. It's true. It's true. I had a similar experience too. Like just to piggyback on that story, it's, I was in Ottawa at a metro. The line was 15, 10 people long, very same concept. And the gentleman spoke to every single person that came to the line, greeted them, hello, how are you? How's your day going? It was very vocal, very public. And I kind of sat there and I was like, you know, I'm, I'm approaching this line and see what he's doing and I'm going to get it. And I may, be, I may be a little bit different than anyone else. Like I don't shy away from public speech or having a conversation with someone I don't know because it's this whole concept that there's a black car, black image of something you don't know about that other person, you know. So in the sense of your story, that lady, she has a story that you don't even know anything about. So what makes her tick? What's her motor? What's behind that engine? Why is she why is she still doing it if people are giving her that foreign this isn't this isn't common, you know? Like why are you asking me the same questions I hear the same thing, you know? Um, I think the biggest thing that's just the driver that I have a, a kick for is, you know, finding out things I have nothing to know about. Yep. Um, and the more I know, the more I can then shed the message and get together like guys like yourself here. Like we're just talking about things that maybe aren't the most publicly known, most certain areas that really exist in our life. And that's, I think this is the biggest thing behind the integrity of our mission is to really generate and acknowledge appreciation, acknowledge mental health, acknowledge things that exist. Um, and the whole seven days for a whole week, uh, the message behind that is the consistent resilience and effort that these people do every day is there's people in doctors healthcare workers and many other industries essential truck drivers waste collectors they don't have a break yep. some of them haven't had a break and it's like seven days mentality where we play sports you know and when we play sports it's like hey man like 
got to be the hardest worker out there. Bottoms when you finish playing sports, you got to eat. You got to shower. You got to do these things. They rely on other places, things. And all things you do in your life come from a place. And it's, again, the whole principle that source is a universal application. It's a universal understanding that there's a source of everything. Being, reason, person. I can go on for days for that. So I don't want to, I don't want to steal the show on you guys, but uh, that's just. No, it's called the Rambler Project for a reason. You can ramble on all you want. But uh, no, I was going to, yeah, right. It's going to, yeah, exactly. Now you get it, right? Yeah. So, uh, no, I was going to say like to that, it's like, uh, what everyone, this is common denominator, but the thing is that people who are so pissed off with everything that's going on, don't realize, like you said, Dan, when you're doing those screening or like when you're going into Metro Nate, like the employees, do you think those employees want to say that to us? Like they don't, they're, they like said, they're getting paid minimum wage to enforce bylaws that they can't control. You know, if you want to walk in there and not wear a mask and get pissed off at that person who says you have to wear a mask, even though there's 5,000 signs and we all know we, there's voice uh, announcements going on, you have to wear a mask to come into a store. Like how, what, what, what are you getting, why are you getting mad at me? Like I just have to unfortunately do my job if you want to come and shop here. And again, like the mental stress of just having to have that conversation with, with a guest or someone coming in is that like, the initiative that we guys are talking about is like showing that appreciation. It's like those crappy, crummy conversations that you have to have with people coming in who don't want to listen to the bylaws. Whether you agree or disagree, that's beside the point. It's like, this is what it is. And to come to the store and have to have that constant wrath from individuals. I like I know these small things, these simple things that you guys thought of can like really like go, go a long way. And that can really like, you know, just change the narrative for someone's day. Yeah. But yeah, boys, this whole like initiative is amazing. The week of thanks and giving care, deserved care, everything. But I'm, ha I'm happy with this conversation. I got to actually learn more about it and pumped to share about what you guys are doing. And to be honest, I think you guys could have sold me anything right now with how well you're dressed. Like for Matt and I, but I feel, I feel, I feel honored, but um, yeah, that's amazing what you guys are doing. And it's, as I said before, I'm thinking of the person today that, literally is not their pay is not changing they're not getting anything bonus and they have a whole new added stress of people complaining and preaching to people and arguing with people like they didn't sign up they signed up to stock shelves and here they are having people you know complaining to them because they got to read a screening over and over again and they just want to keep their job like they have kids or rent to pay or whatever so yeah that really puts things into perspective to what you guys are doing like an example like that and uh yeah i don't know if there's anything else you guys want to add but yeah i think it's amazing Yeah, no, actually quickly, quickly, even, even to that, just quickly, uh, Dan, like you said, it's just like the thing that people always say to nurses right now is, oh, you signed up for this being a nurse. It's like, no, I signed up for what I signed up for being a nurse going through school. I didn't sign up for a global pandemic, right? Like no one signed up for a global pandemic. You know what I mean? So don't tell me that, oh, being a caregiver means I signed up for a pandemic. Like that's just, it's just BS to me when people say that. So Maybe I'm just, you know, just venting off there because I, I live with a nurse and know a lot of nurses. But um, to you guys, so before you guys go, I want to know. So take us through next week, first of all. The plans kind of for that, what you guys have planned. And then lastly, to really end this off, how can we get involved? How can our listeners get involved, our followers? 
what can we do to get to that goal of like 50,000 cards that I, I, I know you guys talk about? Yeah, so I can, I can speak on that. Um, you made such a good point, Matt, just the, you signed up for this comment that, that sits with me because I, I've heard that same thing before. At a point in time, maybe I was even guilty of thinking that way. But these are the kind of things that provide opportunities for us to really learn and grow. And that is so important because, you know, no, I, one other thing, just listening to everyone speak, I wanted to, to add in was, um, you know, no one's a perfect person and, and people are guilty of standing in the line at the grocery store. Like, are you kidding me? But maybe like taking that minute to just be like, you know what, have a little perspective. Um, it, it definitely helps to kind of learn from those situations. Some people never will learn from them. Uh, but if you're fortunate enough to be able to learn, that's a really great moment to, to grow. Um, the week of thanks is four, four days away from, from today. So we are, we are super pumped up about it. Um, I might not have every order of event, but I'm going to list them off here. And guys, if I, if I miss anything, I better not miss anything. But if I do miss anything, please, please fill it in. Um, so three main events that, of course, we've been, we've been trying to promote and, and we have members of our team attending that have been amazing help to us and, and we're so grateful for them. But uh, we're going to Sick Kids, um, Mount Sinai and Sunnybrook in Toronto. Uh, basically, those are going to be events where we have uh, pudding cups and thank you cards. So we've made some partnerships with, uh, with a local company that has a basically a pudding um, product that, that she, she's going to be providing for these frontline workers. So at the, at the event, at those hospitals, you know, we'll set up for two, three hours, um, maybe have some music, have ju it'll just be a fun environment, a socially distanced environment, mind you. But yeah, <laughs> but we are going to have uh, people there who uh, are handing out cards and handing out pudding cups. So we're really excited about those events. Saturday's kind of our, our wrap-up event. It's going to be the biggest one. It's going to be awesome. Um, so there's that. We're also uh, delivering those aforementioned pudding cups to uh, the Kerr Street Mission in Oakville. Um, so that's another location that they're going to be going to. And this is the same idea, just dropping off like a bulk amount of thank you notes um, along with a pudding cup. So that's going to be really cool. Um, throughout the week, this is sort of the freedom. And, and this was all Nate and Julio's thinking. I can't take any credit for this part, but the freedom behind it. So we understand people are busy. Um, they have busy schedules. Those of us, and I mean, everyone here, we, we have the, I imagine we have the luxury of being able to work from home, but just working with your schedule and, and finding time to be able to go to a Staples collect some cards because um, uh, I think Nate mentioned, but we do have a national partnership with Staples. So people are able to go to Staples, print out some cards um, and then deliver them to, you know, really wherever they might hit home for them. For example, I'm in Peterborough. I want to get some, some cards delivered in Peterborough to some places, hospitals, uh, long-term care homes, things like that. Uh, and I've kind of got my route mapped out, but I'm going to make it work within my schedule uh, as well. But that's sort of the idea. You, you, you make your schedule work, you deliver those cards. Um, and then, and that's sort of how that week looks. And then Sunday we have a, a wrap up zoom call where 
we hope to have you guys. We're going to have everybody. Um, just a, a big thank you to everyone who's helped us. That's going to be our kind of wrap-up event. Um, and then in regards to just how people can help, given the fact that the timeline is is fast approaching, we've got videos and, and maybe um, if you, I don't know if you would post a link somewhere uh, afterwards, but I believe if I don't have it mistaken, on Instagram, we're GCDC underscore week of thanks, facebook.com backslash giving care deserves care. Um, we're also on LinkedIn. So that's our social media pages. On those pages, there's instructions as far as how you can help at this stage of the game, um, which would be by making an e-card. If you're an individual, you know, maybe you're busy and you just want to get some cards out there. So there's a process for that. And we have videos that explain that. Um, if you're, if you're a business owner and you're, you're listening to this and it's something that you'd be interested in helping out with, we're also, um, getting sponsorships done with, with businesses who are able to help us cover some of the printing costs. Um, because printing 50,000 thank you notes, uh, can definitely add up. So, uh, that's our goal. That's what we will, that's what we want to hit. And that's what we plan on hitting. But there is, so there's also the, the costs associated with that. So, uh, business owners listening to this, the to the Rambler Project, we would definitely love to hear from you um, and discuss how we can, you know, maybe market your business and, and help give kids and students and people of all ages an opportunity to say thanks to frontline workers. Guys, did I miss anything? No, I think you uh, you did a great job. I think one thing I'll add is uh, that was your alley-oop, and I'll just finish it off quick dunk. Um, yeah. So... No, yeah, so kids, students of all ages, children, families, individuals, all around community, easiest three steps to remember, send us your nearest Staples location, tell us all the places you want to go to, name and addresses, we'll provide you with the right amount of number of cards to have sent to that location, you will be called, contacted, once everything is ready, you pick it up and deliver. Simple, straightforward, no cost associated. Everyone's yeah. happy. No, I love that. And I and I said, you guys know I'm, I'm working on that video right now that I'm definitely going to try and get out there, try and get as many people as I know to get e-cards signed up and get in contact with people in Hamilton and try and deliver as many cards as I can. And I know Dan would obviously love to help with time constraints with his work. And maybe you'll see us uh, delivering some cards next week to some places that hit home with us. So that we'll, we'll, we'll be looking forward to that. Yeah, thanks again, guys. Uh, appreciate you guys taking the time to come on tonight.